0: Welcome to this episode of the Porta Potty. We do not have a lot of room in this Porta Potty for guests. It's pretty tight in here, but uh, I'm your host, the Goat, and I'm here with my co-host, Darren. Darren, how's it going?
1: Pretty good, Michael. Just like any good Porta Potty, we're excited to get in. And we're excited to get back out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I do want to start though. We get we have a lot to get to on this episode, um, and before it gets pretty heated in here. Um I do want to give out two congratulations on the week. Um let's first start with JP, congratulating JP not only on his fantasy team but getting married and tying the knot. that's, that's pretty big.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. I would say, you know, don't get too too drunk at your wedding. Um try to remember all those little moments cuz it goes by really fast. Um, but congratulations, JP.
0: Congratulations JP and JP. I got one little piece of advice for you on getting married. Don't buy goats until you know the goat fence is up. I've had a lot of arguments with my wife the goats getting out. All right, JP? So if you do buy goats, give me a call. (laughs) Do you have any other advice for... uh, That's good advice, uh, Michael. Do you have any other advice for JP in in, in getting married?
1: Let's see here. Um, Try not to watch too much football on Sundays. Try to make make a little time for the misses. We'll appreciate that. And try to, try, to explain, try to explain the fantasy team, too, in the fantasy league. I think they like to know that we're not staring at our phones, <laughs> texting other women, <laughs> texting other women, that we're just texting other nerdy dudes.
0: Congratulations, JP. The, um, the second congratulations I got is Anil. He's back, baby! Congratulations, Anil. No more Matt Fields. Matt Fields, get out of here! Don't take over our boy Anil again. Anil, you're back, winning games, talking shit, and making bad trades. I'm glad you're back, buddy.
1: Yeah, it's good to have Anil back. I think he he gave Matt a well, one week to run with, run with the team, and, and we saw what happened. But it's good to have Anil back, and it's good to see Anil walking around puffing out his chest.
0: Yeah, I man. I don't know how long it's gonna last. He just traded away his best player. Um, to Big Joe for a bunch of nobodies, but hey, that's a uh, that's a Neil, and that's that that's why we love him, and and we're glad that he's back on the sleeper. app.
1: yep, sometimes you got to zag, Michael. So we'll see how it turns out.
0: Good point. Now, um, before we do leave this piece, I, I know we had one member of the uh, GT Premier League give us a little bit of intel on Matt Fields. Uh, what do you got?
1: So my sources are asking me, Michael, who talked to Matt. So when the league initially decided to move on from, let's call him owner number 10 and bring in Austin, I think there was some deliberation on who's going to talk to Matt. Was it going to be Anil? Was it going to be David as a commissioner? My sources are telling me that it was Anil who had the conversation with Matt, which is pretty interesting. So did Anil talk to himself? Did Anil look in the mirror? and break the news to himself and his alter ego? I I don't know. Um, my source has gone dark. My source has gone dark for a little bit here, but um, that, that's a little bit of insider info into, into how that um, information was potentially relayed to Matt.
0: Yeah, and I think, honestly, the main point in this is I'm glad people from the league are coming to us with, with Intel. They're trying to help us solve this problem. Um, so, look, anything you got? always feel free to text either me or Darren um, and, and help us to solve this whole Matt Fields, Neil alter ego thing.
1: Yeah. And as with any good mystery, it doesn't always, you know, seem to proceed in a straight line. You know, you sometimes go down one path and need to turn around and find your way back. But um, that's where we're all right. That's where we are right now, Michael. And, and we'll see what, uh, what unfolds in the next few weeks as as Anil, his uh, existing ego takes better form.
0: Definitely. Now, I wanted to um, jump kind of right in where the clubhouse kind of jumped right off. You know, this last pod here, Summit 2022, it kind of ended pretty abruptly um, with JP. And, and thanks again, JP, for for standing up for the ARC. You did um, exactly what we wanted you to do on that podcast as a guest. Um, you know, but basically standing up for the Rules Committee, asking, like, look, you know, who is the Rules Committee? Who are they? And, and their response was, oh, we're, we're still in deliberation. And, and, and J.P., I, I think you deserve a better answer than that, and I'm going to give you the honest answer. The Rules Committee is not in deliberation. Um, they're more like in desperation. You know, we started this porta-potty with the first episode as the beginning of the end. J.P., the rules committee's over. They're done. There's no hope. They're like shattered glass on the ground everywhere. Dave has lost his fantasy team. He's lost his committee. He's struggling to keep the lights on in the clubhouse. Big Joe's standing in a bonfire with a red solo cup of water trying to keep it out. And Neil, he's already a part of the ARC, and he doesn't even realize it yet. Your thoughts, Darren?
1: Well, all I have to say is if they, were, if they continue to deliberate um, – as long as they have, I I don't think that's that's going to be a positive solution for anyone. Um, if if you're in the porta potty, as long as they're deliberating, uh, Michael, you're in trouble, and um, they they need to get out of there, and uh, they need to um, you know get back in front of the people if they're going to be front and center as they uh, as they started out uh, championing themselves as.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I give them respect. It's, it's a slow goodbye for them. You know, take the time. If it want if 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 to take a few weeks to, to say goodbye as the rules committee, I understand. But the ARC, we're here for the people. We let the people speak. We let the people manage their teams. Um, and we don't let bad decisions happen. We don't let one or two people try to take over the league. So, you know, the rules committee, JP, you want your answer, they're done. They're over with. It's the ARC running things here in the GT Premier League. Yeah, I wanted to ask you this, Darren. Um, you know, it's interesting so far in the port we've talked about one man's alter ego. But I think I've noticed, and I don't know if many of you noticed, we have another member in our fantasy league that has, mm. I, don't, I don't know if he has an alter ego, but he has almost like a second personality. And this this second personality, it appears maybe once, maybe twice. If we're lucky, it appears three times a week. But I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Um, but I, I, I do want to hear your thoughts on, on this other member here. How do you feel about sober Austin versus drunk
1: Austin? I'm I'm for it. Uh I he's everywhere every other weekend <laughs> and every Friday, Saturday every Friday, Saturday night, the the dude is globe hopping and uh Throwing up pictures of some kind of drink, whether it's a beer, or a hand grenade, or a <laughs> scotch and a stogie. I, I, drunk Austin versus sober Austin. I, I think they're one and the same at this point, Michael.
0: I know, but I, it's it's funny how he makes it known that drunk Austin is appearing. You know, we we know when we got sober Austin, and he makes it known that hey, drunk Austin is here and he's ready to make some moves.
1: Did you ever watch Jersey Shore when they uh? They would have the grenade whistle? Yes. Yes. That's kind of what I hear. That's kind of what I hear in my head when drunk Austin comes out is like, the grenade whistle goes off and Austin's looking for some grenade trades.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. He hasn't made one yet. Um, I do expect one by the end of the season. I I do expect drunk, drunk Austin to get one trade through. I can't wait to see um, some of the reactions when he does. Um, it'll probably be with David, but, um,
1: uh, all he has to do is send David a, a rookie running back for DeAndre Hopkins and he'll accept the trade.
0: Right. And look, I'm not I, sober Austin. I'm not encouraging drunk Austin to appear more. I, I don't want to um, you know, affect her liver in any way. But I, I, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that we have both, both of you here in the league this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, some folks' livers are better than others, and if he if he falls into that f- first bucket, you know, more car too.
0: And, yeah, so, um, Darren, w- one more thing with this. I wanted to play a little game here, uh, a game that you probably have played back in your heyday, uh, maybe high school, um, probably yes. college at some point. But it's a little game called Would You Rather? And this one's starring our uh, Drunk Austin versus Sober Austin. So I'm going to ask you a few questions here. I got – I believe I have five um, and I just want to hear your your thoughts and your responses here on a little would you rather. Are you ready?
1: Yes. All
0: right, here we go. We're going to start out a little bit slow here. Would you rather spend a Sunday watching NFL Red Zone with drunk Austin or sober Austin?
1: Drunk Austin.
0: Do you, would you like to uh, elaborate on why? No. <laughs> Perfect. All right, here we go. Number two. Would you rather have drunk Austin or sober Austin give your future child life advice?
1: Drunk Austin, easy.
0: <laughs> easy. I don't know. He's kind of uh, he's kind of quick. Drunk. <laughs> quick to his words. There's not a lot of thought going on with drunk Austin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> drunk Austin just living his best life. All right. <laughs>
0: All right, here, I got a tough one for you here. This is a tough one here. Would you rather make a fantasy trade with Drunk Austin or Neal?
1: Drunk Austin.
0: <laughs> Three for, oh, I don't know, Anil. I mean, he, he definitely throws some players out there. All right, I got, <laughs> I got two more for you. This one involves a little bit of thinking, all right? So, Darren, you've made the finals of the fantasy football GT Premier League. Would you rather your opponent be Drunk Austin or Matt Fields?
1: Mm-hmm. Drunk Austin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Oh, that's a good point because you could probably make a trade with Drunk Austin during the finals. You probably wouldn't be able to do that. In that <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, last one. Let's round it out 5 and 0. All right, last one here. Let's round it out five and zero. We talked a little about Summit Twenty Twenty Two here with JP in the uh, clubhouse. Let's talk next year's draft. You're caught up in a conflict with time, and you don't want to auto draft. Who do you uh-huh. want drafting your team? Jake Ooh. Austin or Sober Austin?
1: Uh-huh. Sober Austin.
0: Sober Austin appears. I guess drunk Austin would probably be like the opposite of auto draft.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not sure I'm that risky, but I mean, he's, he did a decent job and you know, he's holding, holding true so far. So I do like the way he drafted and his team seems set up for success. unlike some others. So I'll stick with sober Austin on that one.
0: Hey, well, thank you for uh, participating in would you rather this week with drunk Austin or sober Austin. There's a good chance that this continues. Um, and like I said, I'm not trying to encourage your drinking, Austin, but thank you for the humor.
1: So, Michael, let's recap week four. I don't have a whole ton to offer. Uh, from my side, it was the most disappointing week of the season, and I just want to take this moment to apologize to you. I jinxed Joe Mixon last week on the pod. I I had said he was running pretty good for you, and he looked healthy, and then I turn on Thursday Night Football, and I see – Joe Mixon hobbling off the field, so yeah. sorry about that.
0: No problem, no problem. I will say I was watching that game, um, and I'm, I'm just glad they gave Joe Mixon the ball at the one-yard line because I needed him to score. I did not notice he was injured until later on, but, you know, a little ankle twist here and there. Nothing some tape can't fix on a Sunday afternoon.
1: I think Joe Mixon has always injured Michael. It's just a matter of when he starts physically limping.
0: That's true. That's true. That's true. So um what about um any more on your team? I know you've been you've been kind of you know having these tough losses, but this week it was just a uh, do you have any words for your team in the locker room?
1: No, I have no words. I mean, they know excuse me. They know what they need to do to improve. Um and really they just need to they just need to dig deep and uh, perform how they're capable of performing. I've made some moves um with David and um, with, with a Neil, uh, mostly just to get a to shut up and leave <laughs> me alone. But you know, we'll see. It's still, it's still a long year. Um, a lot of football ahead, and you know, September is the what the first quarter of the season. Any anything can happen. Owen Ford is not a death wish, but I need to write the ship.
0: Hey, you made the first right step when you're Owen four. Target David and Neil on fancy trades. That's definitely the first right step. So hopefully. You get your first win this week.
1: No, I think that leads us into our next point, Michael. Is the I think we call it the early season Sacco matchup with Anil and David. Uh, thoughts on that matchup and uh, Anil getting back on his very very high horse.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was interesting to see how quiet David got quickly on the sleeper app um, as Anil's team just continued to dominate. I did, you know, I, I wanted the Falcons to pull out the win there too, so Neil can have both the Falcons winning, and his fantasy team. Um, but it, it just didn't happen for
1: him. Falcons uh, lost, right?
0: Yes, they lost. I don't know how they lost, but they they somehow decided <laughs> to lose the game.
1: <laughs> I the one question I have: What did David say? He was at a he was at a one year old's birthday party.
0: Yeah, basically. Something about at a one-year-old's birthday party and his fancy or his whole world was going up in flames.
1: I mean, I don't think, I don't think we all can sit here in good faith and trust any of the pictures David sends out, right?
0: Good I point. Mean, good point.
1: That could have been a one-year-old birthday party, one-year-old birthday party from 2019.
0: Good point. Who knows where David is? I will say though, in, in with with regards to David, I, I think we just need to take take this moment right now. Um, Let's give him a moment of silence on his fantasy team let's think about his season let's think about his career as a fantasy manager um, and let's just let's just pause for a moment for David for the commissioner and for his fantasy team David I, I want to say that it'll get better but some of the moves you've made in the past few days, there's a good chance your name joins Keller's on that Sacco Trophy at the end of this season, man.
1: Add that ring, Michael.
0: <laughs> hey, if you got to win something, you know, you got to win something. But I, I do just one, one more point um, to David. I, I want to give this time to, to give him a little feedback. He doesn't really respond well in the sleep wrap, so I, I think maybe listen to the body. He'll He'll listen a little better. Look, David, I understand you're going for keepers, but you have to start to notice you can't tank every season for a keeper because what ends up happening is next year you do the same thing and you're only keeping one guy to a neal's point you're only keeping one guy he doesn't work out for you you tank the next year you keep another guy he doesn't work out for you tank the next year you keep i mean eventually you got to push through you know some adversity here stick with your team have trust in a bad ankle and a bad hamstring here and try to get some wins
1: Mm-hmm. maybe that says a little bit more about david though michael and that this is kind of how he keeps himself at the forefront of the league fodder you no know? like right. yeah he's a commissioner yeah his teams stink but he he can't just fade away he's gotta he's gotta stay on the forefront of the zeitgeist and uh find new creative ways to tank and quote-unquote keeper command yeah so I, I don't know what that says about david but uh
0: yeah, and take a, little, um, take a little advice from investing. You know, sometimes when you're dealing with the stock market, the best thing to do is do nothing, you know? Sometimes just sit back and do nothing, David. Just do nothing.
1: Michael, do you want to get into that Bucks-Patriots game on Sunday night?
0: Yeah. Uh, I got one, one word for that game. It's uh, boring. What are your thoughts?
1: It was just <clears> – <throat> it was boring. It was wet. It was just – it was kind of a slog. And you're just happy to get a road win, I think, and get the hell out of there. That's kind of what I chalked it up to.
0: Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about it a little bit um, since that game. And, you know, I, I want to say I feel bad for the Joes, um, but I don't because the damn city's won enough championships. Um, but the reason why I want to say I feel bad for them at this point is I don't know how they watch Patriots games. I mean, the Patriots' defense is good enough to stop the opponent's offense from doing anything fun to watch. But the Patriots' offense is horrible to watch. Goodness gracious.
1: I know, but they ran that double reverse pass, and I was like, I know Todd Bowles ain't going to stop this shit because you have have Devin White running 1,000 miles an hour every direction, (laughs) (laughs) overrunning everyone. And, yep, they completed it. And, yeah, I I think the defense played well, but they should have played well. I, I, the fumble, Michael, what did you think about the fumble early on? That was a huge turning point. The, it was a fumble, Shaq caused it, and they called an incomplete pass. I was, I was baffled.
0: Yeah, I was, I was baffled. I wasn't as, as baffled as the um, pass interference call on Jordan, on Jordan Whitehead at the end of the game there. That was on Hunter Henry. That was uh, a <laughs> pretty bad call.
1: No, I think someone needed to remind the refs, Michael, who Tom Brady was playing for because there was a lot of flags on the Bucks, as if Brady was still selling the Patriots at home. So I think, I think the refs were a little confused. There was a lot going on leading up to the game, and I think they just got turned around.
0: Yeah, I mean, between the refs and Chris Collinsworth, they thought Mac Jones was Tom Brady. And, I, I mean, I don't know what their thoughts are. Mac Jones has played four games and he's only won one. All right, give the GOAT all the glory all the time. All right, let's allow Mac Jones to find a 20-yard a pass, a 25-yard pass. I mean, he's inside the numbers all, yeah. all day long.
1: So I, the NFL doesn't want me saying this, Michael, but they actually reached out to the porta potty and okay. um, offered a Pro Bowl vote. They offered a Pro Bowl vote. And I don't know about you, but I think Mac Jones is going to be my QB1 on the Pro Bowl ballot.
0: Yeah, I mean, you and Chris Collinsworth for sure. Um I'm probably going to go with that, uh, that D.N. Judon. That Judon guy, man, that dude, first of all, is huge, and he's all over the place.
1: Yeah, Donovan Smith better lock it up because he's not getting a free agent deal if he keeps this up on the uh, blind side for the whole year.
0: Yeah, good call, good call. Hey, so Darren, um, I'm, looking, uh, I'm looking at my notes here, and I have for this porta potty FTC. Um, what the, what the hell does FTC stand for?
1: Now, Michael, I am a part of the FTC, but I've had a few beers, and I honestly do not remember what it stands for. The only thing, you know how they have the NFTs these days, the non-fungible tokens? <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady's big into them, and other athletes are. I, yes, don't, yes. I don't really know what they are, but the I think the FTC stands for Fungible Token Committee. <laughs> do you have any ideas? I.
0: You know, honestly, I, I, I just see the, the acronym popping up a lot in the sleep rap. I don't know what the hell the FTC is. I don't know what the hell it does. It's probably a bunch of BS. Um, but since it's appearing, I think we should go at it and try to come up with a few acronyms for it. What do you think?
1: Fungible Token Committee, Michael.
0: <laughs> Sponsored by Tom Brady.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. All
0: right, I, I got a few for you. What are your thoughts on this? Forget the commissioner. I I, I got some more for you. I got some more for you. Forever tanking committee.
1: (laughs) I think that's the leader in the clubhouse.
0: Future terrible choices.
1: Ooh. (laughs) You're on fire, Michael.
0: And my last one here. Failure to compete.
1: (laughs) Oh you need to add a little soundtrack where it's like putting after that one
0: <laughs> i don't need it you just did it right there it's done <laughs> uh, that's funny hey, key, hey keep throwing out some acronyms and we'll, we'll come up with ones for them but uh ftc i don't know what that means it's, it's, it's part of the league
1: i will we'll open the phone lines for the league if you have any uh ideas of what the acronym stands for please let let the porta potty know yeah. And, Michael, we'll pivot into our last segment uh, on the episode. Let's, let's trim it down. Let's, let's hear your not top two. Who do you got following four weeks of ball?
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely. We're going we're gonna to trim it down because, Larry, you're out. Team of the week, you're not in the not top three. We don't really have someone to fill your spot at number eight. So, Larry, congratulations. Don't find yourself back in here make your way up the power rankings mm-hmm. on the clubhouse. I got number nine. Moving up one spot, Anil, He's back, baby.
1: <sighs> oh, wow. Wow. I, uh, I'm holding my breath as to who you have last, Michael. That's all I'll say.
0: Oh, who I have last is easy. Um, we remembered his team earlier on this episode. Um, I look at his fantasy roster, David, and I don't know if it's just my knowledge of football players these days but I don't know half the players on your damn team I've never heard Mm. of them before I don't know what teams they play on maybe I spend too much time at Quiznos but I have no clue who your players are on your team except DeAndre Hopkins
1: Uh, yeah I mean the bottom half of his starting lineup is is challenging he's still holding on to to Sean Watson as his red shirt I mean Deshaun Watson's more likely to be in jail, I think, than to play football next year. So Um I there's a lot of people that are protected on here. Uh, I don't I'm not sure Deshaun Watson should be protected. But you know, here we here, here we are.
0: Oh man. Hey, Darren, thank you for another great episode. I got one more question for you. As the first guest of the Porta Potty, would you rather have drunk Austin or sober Austin?
1: We gotta get drunk Austin on the pod. We've we've got calls into his people. Uh, His schedule, Michael, is really challenging to work with. I mean, the dude's probably gonna be in Bangladesh next weekend. (laughs) We we gotta figure something out. We gotta figure something out. We gotta get him on. Uh, We're probably gonna need to wake up at three in the morning because he's gonna be in the Eastern Hemisphere. But uh, we'll figure something out. Oh, that's all we got. Yeah. When I walk in a
0: club, all eyes on me. I'm with the party, our crew, all drinks are free. We like Sir Rock, we love patrol, We came to party, rock. Everybody
1: is on.